coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. Imagine having all the assets, 10,000 assets without technology. How do yeah. you share them? How do you make sure that they are complying with the, with the requisites and the, you know, the quality that demands, the client demands the, the yeah. assets to be uploaded to their website? And communication, how can I... So our executives react within 15 minutes of every email sent. Wow. How can, how can you provide that kind of, if you don't have the technology just right yeah. beside you, right? So yeah. yeah, without technology, we would be dead. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. Today on Pass the Secret Sauce, we have Francisco Serrano, who is the CSO of One to One. So One to One is a interesting agency, and the the CSO title that Francisco has is Chief Speed Officer. One to One's approach to the market is that they create tremendous amounts of assets very, very quickly. In our interview here, we uncovered how they created about 10,000 assets in a weekend for one of their the brands. So obviously, they're dealing with very large companies. Uh, as a matter of fact, they deal with Fortune 500 companies and companies that need you know, digital assets or graphic design type assets done very, very quickly and again, you know, in, in large scale. So we get into some of the, the projects that he's done, some of the challenges that they've run into. So really, really interesting. If anyone's tried the creative approach or has in, been involved in a creative process, being able to do the high quality work very, very quickly is extremely, extremely challenging. So we, we do uncover a little bit about what they do, you know, how they approach this on a day-to-day -day basis. Again, how do they manage? How do they track? How do they understand, you know, are we on brand or are we, you know, are we kind of going off in the wrong direction? So it's a really, really interesting conversation today on Past the Secret Sauce with Francisco Serrano. My dinner table growing up as a child, well, it was pretty much, uh, we were seven of us. Wow. I, I'm the sixth child. And it was, it was a lot of people talking about everything. Mm -hmm. A lot of, uh, you know, mom and dad, mom, dad working. He, he used to, he was in the agricultural business. So he was off every single day. So, it, you know, kind of a dinner and lunch time. Mm -hmm. Those were the two key times when we were all together and sharing what the day was all about. And yeah, it was very interesting. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. Now, were you, were you exposed to entrepreneurialism early on or did it not hit you until a little bit later? Well, early on, I can say about, you know, 13 years, I would grab what, what you see today, a shout or, a, you know, a 
clothing cleaner. Yep. Yep. And I would go door to door selling a, a couple boxes that my, my sister had. And, and, and I had to, I had to make some, some dough for, you know, to, to spend it with my, with my friends. So yeah. I used to go knocking on doors just inside, you know, the, the area of influence where I used to live. Yeah. That, very cool. So were you, did you have any kind of like wholesale relationship or anything like that that you were getting it cheaper or were you just basically going to the store and buying it and then turning around and selling it? No, I was, I was getting it not even, I mean, I had some, they had, they gave me, so I would just grab it from the warehouse and I would, they, they gave me 30 days. So I had I see. You know, to turn it around and and collect the money and then deliver it. And it was Very just cool. a one by one kind of sale. So it was not a, a big thing. It's yeah, it more the number really of hours scalable. that I used to put. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. So you've obviously, you've had quite <clears throat> a background in, you know, entrepreneurialism and, and starting a number of different companies and all of that. When, when did you start actually creating the companies? Was that, you know, did you go to college? Was that shortly after college? Where, where did that all sort of start at? Yeah, I can say that uh, my the actual time when I really started with my own company was when I had a family up and running with uh, my my kid number one was coming in and and, and I, I was working for a big advertising firm and and a friend of mine at that time has had a had an agency that it was uh, you know having some issues mm-hmm. in regards to clientele, et cetera. So I, I partnered with them, with two of my friends, one with the money, the other one had the, the whole business. And I came in to do the, the, the whole business development and growing of the, of the agency. That's how it started at all. Very cool. And is, was that one-to-one that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it started as one-to-one. And after two years, we parted ways. And I, I remain by myself and one-to-one ever since, you know, 15 or 17 years now. Wow. Wow. Very cool. So where did you get the experience to be able to come in and, and help with the, you know, basically the business development side of things? Did you, did you have background in that before, or is that just something that you felt you would be a, a good fit for? No, I was just in my blood. I mean, oh. I, I've been a sales man all my life so yeah i i had it in me that's the value that i could put into the into the business and that's how it started at all yeah yeah very cool very cool what were so what were some of those initial strategies that you used to be able to you know start bringing in those customers were there were there, is there anything that sort of stands out in your mind right now that sort of low-hanging fruit i guess you could say oh uh, well just getting to know people inside companies mm-hmm and uh, and gain so the whole goal of 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 growing is gaining the trust mm-hmm. of somebody mm-hmm. so having so if 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 i if i can make matt to trust me then then i won mm-hmm. and then you will have me in your show because you you might think that it's interesting or not and then everything starts rolling out from there yeah right? so the number one thing is uh, getting to know people that are inside the companies you want to meet mm-hmm. and you want to work for and then once you have that opportunity your foot on the door don't let them down and make sure that that you that you just kick ass yeah basically. yeah 
Yeah, exactly. So talk a little bit about what 121 does or what, what 121 does. Yeah, 121. Well, we are a uh, premier day-to-day branding and, and content factory partner for many Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. So we're, we have offices in uh, Manhattan, in Mexico, and Amsterdam. Very cool. And and so, what types of projects do you guys typically work on? You're like, are you are you creating advertising campaigns, or are you you know doing the one-off type? You know, I need this graphic or this design. Like, what what types of projects are you typically involved in? Yeah, we do the day-to-day, meaning that uh, nowadays any any company, any brand has a lot of touch points with the consumer, so mm-hmm. they have to generate both digital and non-digital contact with them Mm -hmm. and in order to fill that massive need they need they need a partner that is cost effective right and that uh and that that what we believe is our key ingredient that reacts fast Mm -hmm. because the consumer now has to make a decision whether or not to work with you or to buy your product or to rent or open a bank account with you uh, in a matter of, of seconds, even minutes, yeah. and and they are either in the bathroom or the subway or yeah. the tube in the, yeah. in the UK. So it 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 really you need you need to and 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 this is a game of of test and grow. So you need to have a reliable partner that that reacts to that day to day touch points. Mm-hmm. And no, it was not an orange. Now it's an apple, and you need to have that flexibility and, and, and humble approach yeah. that to, to generate that apple instead of the orange. And here it is. Right. Yep. So, yep. and uh, that's, that's where, where we feel that gap that I believe there is in the market. Got it. You have the pretty good agencies that, that have, you know, the big, the big uh, one-off projects for that Super Bowl ad and they generate that advertising and you have your local you know, partner or your in-house teams that don't have that exposure and creativity and experience needed in order to make the right impact. Yeah. So yeah. we're kind of in between and, and answering your questions. We, we do, you know, anything from social media placement, advertising, mm-hmm. packaging design, you know, anything that has to do with selling face-to-face. So fact sheets, catalogs, Everything that graphic design does and everything that digital does. Got it. Got it. Now, I've, so I've done some, some agency type work before in the past and what always frustrated me, and I'm curious to see if this is the same for you, was the amount of data that the people, that the, the brands were gathering and generating from, uh, you know, specifically things that we were doing and and being able to act quickly on what that data was telling them a lot of them didn't weren't able to digest and make a decision to you know this makes sense based on all this information that we're seeing here do you do you see the same thing or is have, have people have brands sort of developed or or gotten used to this sort of just in time analytics where like you said, like you you create something. It's today. It's an an apple. Tomorrow, it's an orange. Are they making that that you know quick decision? And are are you involved in that decision as well? Or do you, are you basically just being told, okay, you know, let's let's do this now? 
Does that, does that make sense? Yes. You know, data is going to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. That is the new boss. Mm-hmm. Before it was your boss. Yep. Right. So I see it that way. Right. So, and now is the data, which is your boss and then your boss. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is why they said, Hey, if I contact this agency and I bring them here and they're going to cost me this amount. And then if I change my mind because of boss A didn't like it or yeah. boss B didn't like it. So I rather just hire a team, internal designers or internal team that, you know, justify that or satisfy yep. that need. Yep. So, so that is why they are trying to, they're never going to pull it out completely. Why? Because it's a big corporation. Yeah. And, and so that's why you can see more and more big companies buying nimble, small businesses yeah. that are niche oriented because they move at a faster speed than the big corporations. Yeah. Right. So having the team, having the team on site, it allows your brain to think that you're reacting fast, but at the end you have all this analytics and you're not truly embracing the speed in which you need to react in order to be, yeah, to have innovation within your strategy. So coming, answering your question, So one-to-one, what we do is we just execute. Virtus Technology is a custom business software solution provider. Are you tired of manual entry into an old system that creates more work than it helps? Does your company suffer from constant pain and frustration around its business processes? Do you spend a lot of time and money trying to hunt information down or figure out what is happening in your business? Virtus Technology can help solve all of this. We evaluate your current processes and then create custom software or mobile apps to automate and streamline your business process, eliminating a lot of those pains and frustrations. Unlike other systems, our goal is to digitize your current processes and systems so that your staff's learning curve is very small. If you're ready to take your business operations to the next level, give Virtus Technology a call today. Okay. So that is the beauty of it. So we just, they tell us what to do yep. and we do it exceeding their expectations and delivering it on time. 70%, between 70 and 80% of all requests that any client asks, we deliver the same day. Oh, wow. Wow. That's so great. imagine that. And, and, and the majority of our team is based out of Mexico. Okay. And so, how, how many, um, how many people typically would work on, on average would work on one project? I mean, is it one, one designer that's working on a project or is this a, you know, kind of a team of people that all get depend in? Depend on, on what you're asking. Uh, so if you're asking to create 10,000 assets over the weekend, yeah, then we're going to set up a team that is going to provide that outcome. And yep. it can be anywhere between three and seven, depending Right. If you ask me to say, Hey, I have this French's mustard, you know, pack and yeah. I want to make it into a bottle. I just need to adapt it. Well, just one individual will do the, the, the work. Yeah. No? And, yeah. And, and so we I, work, we have several teams depending on the clients and on the brands. Yeah. So if and, one cannot do it and then the other one comes in. And so that's how we can guarantee the, the fast delivery and every time. 
And it, so you mentioned a second ago about you know ten thousand pieces. Uh, is that a is that something you guys could do over a weekend? Is is yeah. really we, we, wow? Yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it for for a client of ours, uh, Audible. I don't know if you yeah. were familiar yeah. with them. Yep. Yeah. So they they needed to to upload and change some assets in their website, and we did it in a, in a weekend. Yeah. Wow! Wow! That's amazing. That's amazing. So, what would you say is the typical ask from you guys? Is it is it you know launching these large campaigns or or you know creating all of these modifications or or are you you know more product based? Would you say? I mean, what what would be kind of if you said this is what we do most of the time? What would your answer be? I would be I would tell you implementation. Okay. So if you already have like a just do it campaign. If you were Nike and mm-hmm. you want to adapt that campaign with certain key graphics to different, you know, touch points, either yeah. it can be banner ads for Facebook, social media posts, e-com placements, social, I mean, printed materials, uh, even packaging design depends on, yeah. on, the, on the way that you want to communicate it. So implement whatever it's already created. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. What are some of the, the things that you would say that all companies should be doing right now? Like what, what do you see, you know, certain companies doing well and other ones, you know, not really doing well or, or, you know, things that everyone, no matter what size business they, they have should be doing on a regular basis. Oh, it's a very difficult question because there are some different things, but I, if you want to point out the red thread of all of them, I would say focus on your customer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be obsessed about making them happy. If, yeah. if you are going towards the consumer, make sure that you are providing whatever they are looking for. And if you are B2B, then make sure that they are happy with, for whatever that you are developing. So I would say that is the number one thing that you need to focus on. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's great advice. And does technology play a role in your in your business right now? I mean, how do you how do you integrate technology into into your own project flow? Well, just imagine if I don't have access to internet, there's mm-hmm. no point of my business. Yeah, right? so yeah, no, exactly. Just right there, there's something, right? Number two, the following following up of all the projects. Yeah, so I can imagine. Want- you need to have access to technology. Imagine having all the assets, 10,000 assets without technology. How do yeah. you share them? How do you make sure that they are complying with, uh, with the requisites and the, you know, the quality that demands, the client demands the, the yeah. assets to be uploaded to their website? And communication, how can I... So our executives react within 15 minutes of every email sent. Wow. How can how can you provide that kind of if you don't have the technology just right yeah. beside you, right? So, yeah. yeah, without technology, we would be dead. Yeah, that's that, and that's an interesting business model right there. You know, replying a reply within fifty minutes is that no matter where they are, you know, in the world, within fifty minutes they receive a reply. Yes. Wow, that's yeah. that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah. And you guys, is that all basically being managed out of Mexico as well? So you have people working 24 hours in Mexico, or do you have people around the world that, you know, kind of like, you know, bounce from time zone to time zone? 
No, we have a, we have a team based in the in the bracket in the European bracket time yeah. zone, and we have a team in in Mexico that provides the majority of the service within the Americas, and we have a model that that includes on-site teams based at the, our client's location, just to make sure that that we're complying with that uh, need too. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. What would you say that you're most excited about right now? Do you guys have any initiatives or anything like that that you're trying to that you're trying to launch right now? Anything come to mind? Yes, I mean we just opened the the Amsterdam office, one to one Europe. It's called one to one EU, and uh, we just can. We're very excited about making it, uh, even though we are currently selling to a lot of uh, clients in, in Europe. But there's, it's a different scenario to have a team placed there yeah. already working. So we're, we're excited to, right now we're focusing on expansion and growing the business and, and making sure, you know, one, one of our purpose driven statements is that we make people shine, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. we make our clients shine and because they are always asking for the impossible yeah. and we make that happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as long as we have that, we're going to keep fighting until we achieve it. Right. Yeah. What, what would, what would you say is the most impossible task that you guys have achieved so far? What, what comes to mind? Like, this is crazy. I can't believe we actually pulled this one off. I can say that we had a, a challenge with one of our brands. So it was a Lysol brand and they, they had a, they were stuck with one package design and one image from their global agencies. And then we came in and, and, and provided some alternatives in a three days or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And they, they had a process of five months before. So we went into focus groups and, and the client picked ours and, and wow. we did the launch of, of that. Wow. So of that package design, we lost it, launched it in the US and it eventually went to Europe. And so it's lovely. Yeah. So talk a little bit about your pro- your creative process. How did you guys come up with that design so quickly? You know, do you guys have own, your own internal focus groups or your own process? Or is it pretty well, you know, you sort of give the designers freedom. You just have really good designers and they, they, they came up with the winning design there. I'm, I'm curious to see what, what type of uh, system or process you use to be able to, to to derive those those types of things yeah we we have a process that is that it's that it that includes a lot of research mm-hmm. and that includes cross uh, you know not only going to the same category but crossing categories so making sure that if you want to develop a new a new mustard mm-hmm. design or a, a new you know organic approach of 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 a cleaner Mm -hmm. then you need to go into dog food and then go and access you know banks and Mm -hmm. you know and have always that benchmark and see what what how is it that that it's applying and in the majority of the cases matt you can see that they are telling you right there what to do Mm -hmm. so you don't need to like find the, the the you don't need to be the picasso and get a new you know, el cubismo or whatever. Yeah. It's there. It yeah. just need to find it, have inspiration and apply it and execute. That's it. Yeah. 
Very cool. Very cool. That, that's incredible. I, I, I've, uh, again, we've, we've done quite a bit of creative work and it always does seem to you know, take a lot longer and, and all of that. As far as your clients are concerned, what would you say is your ideal type of client? Like who the, do you? Fortune 500, the, the, the companies that have, that acknowledge and, and need that partner to, to fulfill the deliverables of getting visual communication with all their clients across the different touch points, digital and non-digital. So it can be a bank, it can be an insurance company, it can be a health, you know, CPG. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. And how did you, how did you land on those large customers, those large clients? Did you, did you grow to get to them, or was that something that you pretty well set out in the in the beginning? You know, we're going to go and knock on all of these large companies' doors and and try to get projects there. How, how did yeah, you the, the latter. I think that that we, we had it very clear. We knew that we we couldn't or we didn't want to go towards the the other niche, which is a small and medium sized businesses. We wanted the large corporations, mm-hmm. and and we just started to to have a kick-ass team and just knocking on doors and, and, and grow. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. How many people do you have on your team right now? Uh, 110. Wow. Wow. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's impressive. So if people want to learn more about you, your company, your process, what would you say the best way to, to reach out and, and learn? Well, you can check out our website is one to one with numbers, 121corp.com. That's to find out more about us. And you can just ping me on LinkedIn, Francisco Serrano, and I'm there. I'm very active. Very cool. Very cool. And what would you say, what's next for you guys? What, uh, what are some of the things, you know, besides the expansion, what's the, uh, anything else on the horizon, would you say? I would say that, that there's, there's only growth mm-hmm. in, in our minds and it's going to be growth, more clients geographically and more verticals offering new services. Yeah. Very cool. What, what, what are some of the new services you're looking to get into? Well, I, 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 don't I can't tell you ah, because secrets, it's yes. not yet yes. decided. But Got but it. yeah, we're we're cooking something and hopefully we can have it. Uh, but definitely in the digital realm, it's just growing by the minute. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Well, Francisco, this has been fantastic. I certainly. Oh, thank uh, you, Matt. Thank you for yeah, inviting I, me. I love the uh, I love the business model, and this is certainly one that I haven't haven't heard before. You guys really are producing some some cool things very very quickly. So. So speed is obviously one of the most important things in, in today's life. So kudos to you guys for being able to figure out how to, how to pull that off so quickly. So. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.